welcome to the Fertility Conversations podcast. The goal of this podcast is to create more awareness about infertility and to provide support to people trying to conceive. Thank you for listening today, and we hope you will be encouraged. And now, here is your host, Ola. Welcome to another episode of Fertility Conversations. Today, we are joined by a lovely guest, Erica Tranfield. She's the founder of Pride Angel, which is the leading parent and connection website for singles and couples. Erica will be sharing her journey to parenthood with us today. She would also enlighten us about Pride Angel and how they can support people trying to conceive. Her details would also be in the show notes. So welcome, Erica, and thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you very much for the invitation. It's a pleasure to be here. Yay, thank you. Uh, so we usually start off by saying, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, well, my name is Erica Tranfield. Um, I founded Pride Angel back in 2009. Uh, Pride Angel is a parenting connection website for anybody looking for sperm donors, egg donors and co-parents. And I, I founded Pride Angel, actually, you could say a little bit selfishly, because I... Uh, I wanted to find my own sperm donor. Um, and at that time, there wasn't anything that really, um, that really met with my requirements. So um, that's where I took my, my knowledge of, uh, I'm a scientist in the day, and I always say pride angel by night. Mm-hmm. I apologize, I've got the baby here with me. So if there's, if there's any oh. or babble, she's, she's <laughs> just saying hello. Um, <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, um, that's why Pride Angel was obviously created. I'm a scientist. I understand all the infection testing and the screening aspects, but I uh, I obviously wanted to find a known donor. Having a look back in 2009 at what was available, there were obviously the fertility clinic and the sperm bank options. Um, as a lesbian woman, I require the to have sperm because obviously that's that's not available in our relationship. Yeah. Um, and to use a sperm bank or a, or a fertility clinic, you get very basic details. So you'll get information about their eye color, hair color, or, or something such like. And um, for me, I wanted a little bit more. I think meeting somebody face to face in person, you get so much more information from that individual. Um, for example, I'm five foot two. I've got bluey green eyes. I've got blondie brown hair, you know, and so is Kylie Minogue, but I'm not Kylie Minogue. So, you know, there's, there's a lot that you get <laughs> from meeting somebody face to face than you do uh, just on a piece of paper. So that was that was an important factor for us. And again, back in 2009, you know, there was when I had a look at what was available online, there were there were guys asking for sex. And I thought, you know what, there's something not right about this. Um, I I can do something. I can bridge a gap here. I can take my information and knowledge about the the industry of um, sexually transmitted disease testing. And I have a requirement personally. So why not? Why not do it and found it and, and help other people also? Amazing. So you created that while going through your own journey. Yes, absolutely. Um, wow. um, we were very fortunate. We, uh, we found a donor. In fact, we found four donors um, along the way. But um, yeah, we found the one in the end. And we have uh, two beautiful babies. Well, two, I've got four and a half year old and a nine month old. Wow. Congratulations. 
Thank you very much. Very <laughs> Yeah. And when you noted the fact that, of course, many times clinics will give you very basic information. And of course, when you're using a donor, yes, some people want uh, anonymous. But uh, I know quite a few people also want to know more information about the donor and have possibility of potentially maybe the child or children meeting the donor in the future or things like that. So in your case with Pride Angel, what do you do in terms of a donor? What do you provide? What comes with it? Pride Angel is a little bit like a, um, it's like a dating website, but for finding a sperm donor, egg donor, or co-parent. So you will go on, you'll create a profile, and then you'll look for somebody with whom the characteristics you're interested in. So for example, uh, for, for ourselves, we were looking for a donor with bluey or green eyes. Um, we wanted him not to be too far away from where we, we, where we were living. Um, in terms of the hair color, we were looking at blondie brown to, to be something that was similar to us. Right. Uh, and then you would use the internal messaging system to, to contact that person before you're giving out personal information. And, and that's important to actually feel comfortable um, with using uh, the, the internal messaging system before you're um, giving out your own details. And, and that's why we designed Pride Angel. It's a, um, we, we try to make it as safe as possible as well. So that we have a, um, a report abuse system. So anybody that does anything untoward, um, you can report them and we will remove that member. We have um, just short of 100,000 members globally. Oh, wow. So it's, it, it's, it's important that we, yeah, we, we look after our members. We're not trying to increase our numbers for, for any particular reason. We want to make sure that our, our aim game is to make sure it's as safe as possible and to do everything that we can do to, to protect individuals that are going down this route. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. And, and 100,000 is actually, it's a good number. <laughs> it's a great number. <laughs> but it's just short of that. Um, and obviously we've been going since 2009. So we are one of the, the largest parenting connection websites out there. And it's, it's just, uh, I feel very privileged to, to be in the position where we are. Um, but I should also point out that we, um, we don't make any money. Um, and I fund the website myself. So it's, oh. um, yeah, <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, and I'm, I'm just about to rebuild the website again and um, sell my house to do it. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it's, a, it's a great passion, um, and it's something yeah. that I really believe in. Wow, that's incredible, <laughs> Erica. <laughs> I'm trying to just imagine, wow. Yeah. And, and, and why, why do you, I don't know, of course, you're really passionate about about uh, Pride Angel and supporting people, but why did you decide to make that free or, you know, you not, why, why did you decide that? Um, so it's, it's, free to, it's free to register. Um, and then the only payments that you'll make on Pride Angel are for message credits. The message credits come in at 30 pound for 20 messages, or you can have a premium membership, which is 25 pound a month for okay. a term of three months. That the the money that comes in from that goes back into the website. It doesn't it, it doesn't really fund anything to be honest. Yeah. 
Um, and the reason why I do that, that one, the reason why I charge and the reason why I, I don't put it totally free for everything is because if I did that, people don't have a, a value to, to contacting somebody and somebody course, would yeah. contact yeah. everybody. Um, and what I wanted to do was make it more whereby you'd think about who you were contacting. So you would contact yeah. somebody that had your specifics, your criteria that you're interested in and not just carpet bomb everybody. Mm. On the other hand, the reason why I don't charge a lot of money is because I don't believe in making money from the people. Um, but uh, of course you might think, well, she's crazy. She's, or, or she's a multimillionaire <laughs> and, you know, most probably the, the former, <laughs> more than the last. Um, but I, I, the reason, so the, the end point objective, of course, is to make the business sustainable. And in order to make it sustainable, I will need to look at how I can, um, fund the website, not just keep continually coming out of the, the my, my pocket. Right. And that's where I will, um, I'm looking at having um, a, a resource area for fertility clinics to be registered on Pride Angel. So yes. somebody can actually come onto Pride Angel, they can find their known donor, and then they can look for a respective fertility clinic um, that's, that we will um, obviously accredit on Pride Angel so they know that they're using a, um, uh, a fertility clinic that is, um, yeah, that, that we believe offer a good service. So that eventually will be where we'll make um, some money to actually fund the website. Yes, that sounds wonderful. That's actually an excellent idea. So I hope, I hope that that comes to pass very soon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I know it well. I'm, I'm very passionate about it. And I, I think that, yeah, as, as long as we can help make babies and, and support people, that's, that's really the, the end point objective. Yes, and it, and it can be such a challenging journey, you know, especially when people need uh, donor gamut to either as eggs or sperm or even embryo adoption. It can be quite challenging. So to have uh, Pride Angel create supports um, services like that and actually make it affordable yeah. uh, is, is amazing. It does uh, help in the journey for sure. Oh, uh, well, the fertility industry makes a lot of money from people. Um, yeah. You know, we've... I'm all about trying to raise awareness and and provide people with options. You know, as you said earlier on, you know, there are people that um, will, of course, use fertility clinics and they're quite happy to have donors um, that are anonymous. And, and yeah. what what I'm about is to provide choice and to allow people to understand their options and what is available out there. You know, it's it, it's all about making informed decisions from the information that you've been given that is unbiased, basically. I have no hidden agenda. I, I, I want to help people make the right decision for themselves. And we're not all the same. So, for example, um, we keep in touch with our donor. We call him Donor Daddy. And oh. Yeah, we, we, we see him a couple of times a year. Uh, I must admit, after I conceived, he or, or <laughs> so we... we <sighs> When I met him, um, we we tried to conceive the first time and I didn't conceive. And then the second time he told me that he'd just taken a job abroad and he was oh. really apologetic. And he said, I'm really sorry, but this might be the last donation. And because he was the fourth donor and it was over four years, honestly, at that moment in time, I just said to the universe, if this doesn't happen, I'm OK with that. I'm really OK. I'm going to have the most amazing holidays. And I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So yeah, we, we we keep in touch with him. He he doesn't live in this country at the moment. He lives abroad, but we have again quite a unique situation whereby we have um, his mum and dad, so nanny and granddad, also keep oh. in touch. Again, as I was saying before, it's it's not for everybody, but bless you. We wanted to um, extend the love for our family, and that was something that was quite important for us. And we see nanny and granddad more frequently. So they live within an hour away from us. We most probably see them every other month or so. Wow, that's really amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we think so. You know, it's what we wanted. It's why. And some people say to me, well, Erica, how long does it take to find a donor on Pride Angel? And I'm always like, well, it really depends what you're looking for. We wanted something very specific. You know, I wanted to find a donor that wanted to keep in contact and and wanted for his family to know about the the donation and wanted for them to be involved. And um, yeah, four donors four years later, and and we found the right, (laughs) right guy, basically. Yeah. Now, how do you prevent a potential donor in a case where, of course, you know, you're having contact uh, maybe a few times a year? How do you uh, prevent that donor from potentially thinking that they now have a, like a role, either a fatherly role or motherly role in the, in the, you know, in the whole parenting idea? Fantastic question. Um Absolutely. It's all if if we were talking about properties, I'd be saying location, location, location. We're talking families. We're talking children, babies. It's communication, communication, communication. It's so important to talk about what your expectations are up front. So, of course, we spoke with him. We did a donor agreement. Um, I can tell you that donor number two um, along the process we were very close to to going down the route with donor number two and it was actually natalie gamble um who was doing the donor agreement at that time before we um attempted to do the insemination um she phoned me up and said erica i think he actually wants to be more of a co-parent and i got that involved in the process although i've been working in this industry for so long i didn't see it myself um, he was he was gorgeous. Um, we would have had beautiful days. <laughs> and, and you know what, a really nice guy. But he was talking about um, you know maybe moving closer to us and and having oh. a savings account for the for the children. And yeah. you know I just thought at the time, oh that sounds nice. Um, but no, Natalie called me up and said, Erica, I think you might make a mistake here, and I think he wants more than what you're interested in. And and she was right. You know, and, and that's really important to, to talk to somebody who is experienced in the field um, and donor agreements. I am a big, big fan, um, not just of going off the Internet. You know, anybody can search in the Internet donor agreement and try and draw one up themselves. But from my experience, the information and the support that you get for spending a little bit more money from a professional is priceless. Um, On top of that, I can also tell you that what I did was to do a, it was actually around four to five pages of A4, we did a letter of intent. And in the letter of intent, we wrote everything about what we intended to do with the child. So we said, for example, um, crazy things like um, (laughs) Christmas, you know, and it takes a lot to sit down and talk about it. Christmas, we said that we're we're a big Christmas family. you know, my, 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 my mother quite often will put up the Christmas tree in early November. So 
<laughs> love it <laughs> yeah, so it's really important for us and you know we said that um you know as the children grow up if he wants to see them around that time he's more than welcome to come around to us but we always go around to my parents house so we wouldn't be going to him we said that um for parents evening he you know he wouldn't be coming to parents evening but we'll be happy to share a school report with him we told him you know holidays um from to holidays to um how we intended to bring up the children in terms of discipline you know we said we'd do a naughty step um and he he it was quite empowering really for us to do it ourselves to discuss everything up front but it was also great for him to read our intent for um for our our child yeah uh, he read it, you know, was, was more than happy with it, said absolutely fine. And um, I think it was because there was an understanding and he's a great guy. He, you know, when he does come back over to the UK, he will come and see the girls. Um, we'll spend a little bit of time with him, but he doesn't feel, you know, although they call him, um, they call him daddy in his name. Um, he, he is a sperm donor. You know, he's uh, but I think that the reason why we named him Daddy in his name was for the children to actually understand where they come from and yeah. for them to be more um, more comfortable in the school setting. I, I, I think that was, you know, they, they know that they've got a daddy out there, but he's not a parent. And we we explain that even now, you know, we we, we constantly talk about our family situation and um, explain to the children because they don't necessarily always understand everything and it's the, the the sponges don't get me wrong but you've still got to keep continually explaining things so they understand and, and that's 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 again it's communication with your children is also important wow i love that i love the whole like the fact that you know you such sort a of detailed uh, approach to the whole situation right like i mean going through <laughs> all that <laughs> It's it's quite weird to actually sit down and go, right, okay, so what are we discussing? And it's like, okay, let's start with, I don't know, <laughs> discipline, religion, you know, anything. Yeah. And it's something that, you know, I, I really think that everybody should do it um, before you have a child. Sit down and, and talk about what you intend to do with your child at certain points. Because with having a child, there's we, we don't have any handbook, you know. Yeah. I'd love one at sometimes, but we, there is no handbook <laughs> parenting. So to sit down and try to to talk between yourselves as the as the parents before, well, as the intended parents before the child is there, is much better than trying to do it afterwards. Yeah, and it's an excellent idea because you just can never know what people's expectations or beliefs are. Like you cannot assume that you're both the same if you're in a relationship. Absolutely, everyone could have different ideas. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and because you're with that person and you can be with somebody for years and years and years and you just assume that you know these questions, but actually really until you dig down into, a, you know, a little bit further, I think you, it, you do find out a little bit more and it's, it, it's a great idea and honestly recommend it to everybody to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I will now for sure. <laughs> and so you say that the legal aspect is a huge part regardless of if someone comes through Pride Angel or not. Having... Yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, no, I, I was just going to say absolutely. Um, I, I, I can't, uh, I can't recommend it enough for people to ensure that they um, speak to somebody professional. Right. Okay. And are all your donors uh, 
known donors in terms of like with the exact situation you have where the children could have uh, communication and contact with a donor if they do want or is there the option of anonymous as well so pride angel is a known donor website but there are several different types of donors so because it's a a connection service and it's online you will ultimately have to meet this person that's you know that's part of the process now of course you can meet that person and take them to fertility clinic for treatment or you can go for home insemination um they're the two options but um and, and i just come in back to that i mean i I always recommend people to go to the fertility clinic for the treatment. It's the safest route, but it's not for everybody. So for example, um, for myself, I went for home insemination and that's not because I couldn't afford the fertility clinic treatment. And that's quite often what people think, you know, you, you, you go to the fertility clinic if you can afford it, or, but it's not. So we went for home insemination because we wanted to do it in the comfort of our own home. And I didn't want a strange man's head in between my legs, putting it there. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was, that was really important. Um, for for myself um to do it in the comfort of the uh, of our own home and um yes yeah, sorry do you know what I've, I've i've gone around the question and i forgot what the original question was um no i was just saying that i mean it's great what you've said actually because i think uh people might not have thought there was that option and just while you're going while you're speaking about home insemination what does yeah. that mean for someone that is not aware uh, home insemination is where you will um, the the donor will provide you the donation. Um, so, it, for our example, we went to his house for the first attempt, and I picked it up, drove back, and did home insemination. Um, and for the second time, he came round to our house, uh, went upstairs to the bathroom, left it in the bathroom, said goodbye, and and then we went up to the bedroom. Um, and basically, on Pride Angel, we sell home insemination kits. That's where we. Uh-huh. You will literally that the sperm goes into a sperm pot. You will then use a, a syringe, and we used a syringe and extender, and then we um, used a speculum, and and basically put it in there. Um, and for anybody being concerned or or ever thinking about you know somebody saying about sex or ni as opposed to home insemination or artificial insemination you know it, it there is um, no difference um, it's just as successful so when we did the insemination then tilted the pelvis backwards i used a, a cup to actually hold it in place it's very wow. recommended to be honest because obviously it gets a little bit messy otherwise um, and of course i know that some people will also be thinking now that what about potential scis or stds with yeah. Pride Angel, are all this testing then done for every? No. So again, it, it's all down to yourselves. We've got a lot of information on the website about what you should do. And again, what we did is we um, we took the donor to the uh, to the gum clinic, and he got screened for everything at the gum clinic. And That's right. Also, we got to know him over a period of time, so we we knew and trusted him. You know, it, it's like when you meet a new partner. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's important. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't get their new partners tested. And no. So, you know, you whoa, 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 hold on. <laughs> it's not yeah. good for the symptom at moment. I want it tested. But yeah. of course you should do. But no, with, with a donor, it's really important that you, from my perspective, get to know them um, and, and then, you know, make sure that they're screened yourselves and obviously get the legal agreement done yourself 
if you're not going through a fertility clinic. Now, of course, if you're going through a fertility clinic, absolutely fantastic because they will do all of that for you and you don't have to worry about um, any concerns about the, the sperm not being tested and any legal um, sides. Of course, I know and understand a lot. There's a lot of information on Pride Angel for people to read about should they opt for the home insemination route. But yes, safety is really paramount. You need to make sure that you do absolutely get the, the donor tested. Perfect. Thank you for sharing that. And I know that you also speak about Pride Angel being a parenting um, um, agency as well. And I remember having a young man asking me about wanting to be a father, but wasn't in any relationship and didn't want to ask any female friends as well. So does Pride Angels assist individuals seeking to seeking co-parenting options? Yes, absolutely. And co-parenting is becoming more and more popular um, as I think there is more um, information and there's more media coverage about it. You know, there are a lot of people that, especially I think of my generation, that have gone through their life and they've had a, a high focus on their career. They've been, you know, very successful, but they may not have found Mr. or Mrs. Wright. And yeah. then, you know, then, you know, the, the biological clock is ticking um, and that goes for men as well as women. You know, there's 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 a big need out there for people and to co-parent can be a very, very positive experience for individuals. Again, coming down to communication, that's really important. But, you know, you're you're bringing up a child both together with 50 percent legal and financial responsibilities but you don't have that relationship, um, that, that sexual relationship, obviously, between two individuals, which can, um, you know, everything is sort of separate. You, the focus and the emphasis is just on the child rather than between the two of you. Right. So it, it can work out and it can be very beneficial for the individuals. And of course, again, I'm going <laughs> to keep saying this. It's all about talking and making sure that you um, you're both on the on the same page and you both want the same things for the child. You know, yeah. don't always think in a co-parenting situation that a co-parent means that, you know, the female will have the child from Monday to Friday and then the male will, have the <laughs> child, you know, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. I know and have spoken with women that have said, actually, that's not for me. I would rather the, the guy, the guys look after the child Monday to Friday and I have the child of a weekend. So there are lots of people and the conventional family that we all think of this 2.4, you know, family um, unit is being blown out of the window. And I think there are so many different family types to suit different people. And that's just beautiful for me. You know, we're all different and we should be able to have different family types dependent upon what we're looking for and what works and fits best for us yes well said Erica thank you <laughs> thank you for saying that and earlier actually when you were speaking I'd asked if uh, you we had all uh, option of anonymous or non-anonymous donors and you noted that every um, donor with Pride Angel had the option of like you had to meet the person at some point and yes. then I think you wanted to further uh, detail the difference or the options within that. I did. I did. That's that I missed out before. Thank you. Yeah. So, yes, there are three different types. I normally say there are donors that are happy to donate and walk away. But at least you've met them and you understand who they are. You can ask the questions and you've got the information of that donor should you ever need. 
to contact them again. Second type of donor is somebody who's happy to donate and be in the background. Maybe they will send a birthday card or a Christmas card. But again, you've got their information, you've got their contact details and you can contact them. But they're, they're a little bit more than just walk away and, and you, you never really see them again. Third type of donor is whereby you may see them maybe a couple of times a year. And um, you could almost call them almost like an uncle figure person in the child's life. Um, and of course, oh. I would say that my our situation is a little bit more than that in the fact that we've got the donor's family also involved. But again, not for everybody. Um, it's just an option um, available out there. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, go ahead. No, of course, I was just going to say about the anonymous. So anonymous donors in the UK are not really possible because from the fertility clinics, you can get identifiable information at the age of 18. Um, you, you can go to certain countries and get anonymous. So, for example, from Spain. But I, I am always I'm always a little bit hesitant about anonymous, complete anonymous, because I think that you you're taking away the ability for the child to know anything about um the the origin of the uh, the genetics of that 50 percent um yeah. so i i would always ask people to to really consider it i'm not saying that it's it's it should never be an option but and and you should also think you know we've got a lot of tests out there we've got ancestry 23 and me and all these new genetic tests coming up that perhaps you know anonymous doesn't really mean anonymous anymore anyway yeah it's 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 yeah you're right um <laughs> Anyone can find out any information about themselves that they want right now. Of course. And which actually brings me to the, the, the whole topic about should I, should anyone tell any do not conceive child about the fact that they do not conceive? And I know that you highlighted the fact that the importance of communication and the constant communication with your daughters. And of course, it keeps changing as they grow older as well. So I just wanted to say, just for anyone listening, what's your opinion on that about telling a child or not about the fact that they did not conceive? I think honesty is best. Um, I, I always have done. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big advocate of it because I, I think that a lot of things always come out. And as much as yeah. you can try and hide things, children have a way of knowing. Um, and the more information you give them, they're just like sponges. They just they just take it and they absorb it and they just carry on. You know, um, it, if I say something to my daughter, she'll she'll literally just go, OK, mommy, I'm, I'm carry on. <laughs> I love that, you know, and she can talk to her friends that she's got um, her, her daddy who's in another country, but um, he's not a parent. Is that is how she explains the situation? <laughs> and it's just matter of fact for her. You know, she's got two mums. Um, and, and that's 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 really important from my perspective that she just takes it as matter of fact. And if somebody questions her, she just gives a direct answer. And I, yeah. I think a lot of people worry about children and um, and wrapping them up in cotton wool and not telling them certain things. And I'm the opposite. I think that you the more you give when they're younger, the less issues you'll have when they're older, because when they're older, they'll think, well, why didn't you tell me when I was younger? Yeah. You know? There's always that question that comes back. Why did you lie to me sometimes? You know, and it's not a case of I wanted to lie to you. It was I was trying to protect you. And they say, well, you know, what were you protecting me from yeah. being? And some parents might say, well, I didn't want you to get bullied or, or, or something like this. And 
do you know what in terms of um have a, a an opinion about bullying I, I think that you know anybody has the ability at any point in their life to be bullied but if you have the ability to um come back with matter of fact um information you know then the likelihood is and if you bring your child up to be strong and and, and knowing themselves then they they can cut somebody down pretty fast about you know being donor conceived or anything like that you can be bullied for being tall short red hair blonde hair it doesn't matter somebody there's always going to be somebody in life who can be like that but if yeah. you bring your children up to say hey i've got i've got a donor daddy and I've also got two mummies. And, you know, at yeah. some points in our child's life, uh, in our daughter's life, her friends have turned around and said, hey, that's cool. I, I want two mummies. You know, <laughs> it's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and I, re I really love, you know, all that you said, Erica, really, because I think that, like you said, when you equip the child and let them know that, yes, it might be different from what you might see elsewhere or, you know, other friends. But just because it's different doesn't make it any less or you know you're you're unique and you're great and you're excellent I think that really helps them to be confident as well just like you said right because then you don't feel like anything is wrong with them yeah because sometimes when you hide it they start to question like is there something wrong is there something that you're ashamed of but you're not ashamed like it's I think it's excellent be proud yeah Absolutely. exactly be proud <laughs> <laughs> It's so many parts of parenthood, you know, globally, and it's it's going to keep expanding as the world keeps, you know, exploring other options. So, so important. Um, like I said, communication is, is the key thing. Thank you for sharing that, Erica. Oh, you're very welcome. Always a pleasure. <laughs> and for anyone listening, you know, and I, I've just been inspired and just like wowed by everything that you're doing with Pride Angel. And the fact that, you know, you're providing that option, because like you said, there needs to be option. Yes, some people might want anonymous, but even the fact that I know lots of people also want non-anonymous, right? They want that opportunity to, like you, like you have with your daughters, have Christmas or have coffee with the donor dad or donor mom, whatever the situation is. Yeah. So it's, it's great to have that option as well, because again, we are all different and our needs and desires are different, so... Isn't it beautiful that we are all different? Yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> if, we're, if we're the same, that will be so boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then that's, yeah, that's exactly what Pride Angel is about. It's about giving you that platform to say, hey, this is what I want. You know, let, yeah. let's have a look at what's out there for me. Um, yes. And there you go, voila. <laughs> <laughs> and for anyone listening, Erica, and looking to use your services, what is the best way to connect with you? Uh, just to log online. So it's prideangel.com. Um, it's free okay. to register. And yeah, go on, have a look. There's there's a lot of functionality at the website. There's a lot of information out there. If people have got any questions, get in touch. Always happy to help. Perfect. Thank you. And as a wrap up, is there any other information that you'd like to share? No, I'd just like to really thank you very much for your time and, and to say to everybody, you know, 
options are, are beautiful and, and and make sure that you you speak with people around you your partner your family find out what's what's really right for you um you know i'm going to come back to this word again communication <laughs> <laughs> i should maybe i should rename the website friday night. i know right <laughs> <laughs> um but no it, talk to people um Go onto the website, have a look, speak to people on the website, you know, get a feel for it and 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 do what's right for you. There's not one route that everybody should go down. Um, it's your choice. Yes. Love it, Erica. Thank you so much for being here today. I mean, you're truly amazing. I met you in person and your lights was just like your personality just being around you was amazing. And even listening to you here now, I know that everyone that's listening can tell how passionate and amazing and just a wonderful person that you are so thank you for all that you're doing Erica uh, you're making such a difference and I hope that you know it thank, thank you. you so much that that means a lot to me really does I uh, yeah thank you thank you I look forward to having you again in the f- near future yes please <laughs> and thank you to baby she's been pretty good oh oh my partner's just been down and just taken oh. her upstairs <laughs> I was like what happened <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. okay yeah. well thanks to partner too <laughs> yeah yeah thanks kelly thanks. <laughs> thank you so much erica and enjoy the rest of your day i know you have a busy one ahead of you thank you all right thank you so much take care okay yeah. bye for bye. now bye. thanks for joining us this week on the fertility conversations podcast if you enjoyed this podcast please give us a five-star rating and subscribe Follow us on Instagram at Fertility Conversations. If there are any topics you would like to have discussed, please send an email to fertilityconversations at gmail.com. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Thank you again for listening. Take care of yourself and do stay hopeful.